0: Today, I will share my views on the general topic of jealousy as it relates to dating and relationships. I'll start with a true story involving someone I used to know that is an example of the worst possible way events can unfold for someone consumed with jealousy. We'll dig in right away after a quick word from our sponsor.
1: Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The books website is gentleman's guide to flirting.com that's gentleman's guide to flirting.com you can go to gentleman's guide to flirting.com and click the buy now button or just search for gentleman's guide to flirting by david sharp on amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or ebooks and start changing your life now
0: hello there welcome to episode 51 of the gentleman's guide to flirting podcast I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or e-books worldwide. Today I want to talk about how I think about if a girlfriend or wife is too flirty, has quote-unquote wondering eyes, or is actually cheating on you. We're going to cover the general topic of jealousy as it relates to dating and relationships. Now, I want to introduce this episode with a very serious example, a serious and tra- tragic example, of how things can go badly in the worst possible way for someone prone to jealousy. This story involves a married couple who started off as high school sweethearts. She was 24 years old, and I think he was either 27 or 28 years old at the time they got married, so they had known each other for several years. They weren't kids when they got married. Uh His friends describe him as a quote unquote personable, intelligent, and very skilled in his field and I haven't known him for a few years myself. I totally agree with that assessment. The mother of the wife's uh quote from the article where the unfortunate incident that culminated the the relationship was to, was uh, written up. Uh, described him as, you know, described the couple as a lot of people looked up to them. They were always together. They always cooked together and shopped together and spent their weekends doing fun things, which sounds like, you know, pretty much every couple. Now the wife, uh, she worked in IT and software development specifically, you know, doing computer programming, doing project work specifically for pan customers for a consultancy. The story goes, the more she got into that job the more she got into her project work it demanded more and more of her time and her parents hypothesized that her husband for perhaps the first time that he had been with his wife that there was something else besides him that was putting a lot of demands on her time they kind of speculate that he felt that he was kind of losing his grip on her and that's a you know that's a very interesting choice of words there grip A couple months prior to when things in their relationship came to an unfortunate head, the wife's parents said their daughter began thinking about the state of their marriage. She was having doubts about whether she wanted to continue in the marriage or not. And her mom said it wasn't just the work. Uh, They had been having problems for a while. They had started going to counseling, and she felt that things were coming to light as part of the counseling process, that her daughter was feeling Smothered and that he needed to give her more space. Well, her husband knew that she was having these feelings and they eventually took a trip to the uh, Caribbean, to the British Virgin Islands a week before things got really bad. Uh, her, the husband and the couple saw it as kind of like a last chance. On the day that they came back from their vacation, they went back to go see their marriage counselor who advised them to take a week off uh, to kind of think about things separately before making any major decisions about their marriage and their relationship. Now, for that week that they agreed to be apart, the husband agreed to not have contact with the wife and he rented a hotel room in the city where he works, which is about an hour and a half away from where they live. The wife stayed in their home, in their home city. But the mom says, the, mo- the mom of the uh, uh, wife said that it was pretty apparent after the fact that the husband was traveling back and forth between where he was supposed to stay for that week and, and their hometown and breaking the agreement. In fact, she says that he threw a birthday party for himself in town the wife was worried about him coming and trying to argue with her, so the wife stayed with her parents that night. Uh, she didn't seem like she was really scared of him, she just wanted to avoid him, so there wasn't any like big screaming red flags happening there from the way her parents described the sequence of events. When the parents uh, kind of thought back through everything after things came to a head, they felt that the husband never let the wife just go shopping like the mom or or, or the parents. He would always text her asking, hey, when are you going to be done? The mom thought that was sort of like an agreement between them that they would spend as much time as possible together. But in the last few days before things got really bad, the daughter told the mom that more about what was going on i guess she was embarrassed or just didn't want to go and admit that she was having trouble in her marriage but uh, she was feeling a lot of pressure from her husband to always do things with him but not to the point where she was scared about her physical safety she was just more worried about not she was just more concerned about avoiding arguments with him for example the parents believe that looking backwards after events transpired that he was tracking her location through her, either a GPS or through her phone. Because sometimes he, when he was supposed to be at work in another city, she'd leave the office with her coworkers for lunch, say for example, only to run into him in like a mall, a shopping mall where she lives. And he wasn't supposed to be there. He he worked an hour and a half drive away. So that was kind of surprising to her. You know, ordinarily, if you're, for a normal married couple, if your, you, if your spouse shows up to your work for a nice surprise lunch or dinner, it's kind of like a cool thing. But when you're having uh, trouble like that, it feels kind of stalky and controlling. Another point they made was on the, on the, on their last day, um, uh, the daughter spent time with her dad. They were training to run a, a long distance race together. And later that day, she was supposed to meet with her mom. or Her mom was supposed to pick her up, so then go see a movie together. When the mom uh, came over to the house to go pick her up, there was she wouldn't answer the phone, and nobody answered the door. The mom had had a key to the door, to the door, was able to get in, uh, but when the mom let her inside the house, very sorry to say, but when she got in there, she the mom saw her daughter and the husband. Both on the floor, dead, with gunshot wounds to the head and no pulse. They were about 10 ten feet apart from one another. The husband's glasses were, eyeglasses were laying broken beside him. The gun was laid next to him too. When the police, they called the police. When the police arrived and did their investigation, they found two cell phones on the husband that had uh, various pictures and videos of his wife and her belongings on it, taken without her knowledge From what they, from what the police say. The husband also had taken pictures of a journal that their marriage counselor had encouraged the wife to use to write down any thoughts and ideas and stuff that she had just just personally, and the wife was keeping those in her uh, purse. It was a private thing. But her husband had been apparently going in her purse to go take a look at what's in her journal and take pictures of it and make a record of it. Another disturbing thing was there was an image on one of the phones that, would, that appeared to have been taken through the slots of a vent, like a air conditioning or ventilation vent Uh, in the in their house the husband saw that an air duct vent in the bedroom was hanging after the murder suicide took place Uh, the dad reached inside the vent and found a phone charging cord hardwired into the attic which is the like a storage space in houses here in the u.s above the living area also on one of the phones that were found on the husband was a video of his wife eating breakfast and talking on her phone the morning of the murder taken from outside of the house so i guess the husband had been i don't know kind of watching her in the last few days last few hours the parents became aware later that the um, that the husband had pulled records of her phone bill her cell cell phone bill cell phone bill or mobile phone bill and noticed that she was getting a unusually large number of text messages from her work colleagues but her parents felt those were mostly work related related to her project work at um, at her job anyway uh, the, they had been married for 10 years uh, so it wasn't like some this rushed passionate thing they both had very good jobs they're very smart and capable people by all accounts From the outside, everything looked fine about their marriage. There were no obvious signs of trouble. They were homeowners. They looked like they were planning for the future. So from all outward appearances, they weren't troubled or violent people. Now, let me be clear. I am not a counselor, a marriage counselor, any kind of counselor of any sort. I'm not a mental health professional or a medical professional of any stripe. Nothing like that. I am just a guy trying to share what I feel are helpful opinions, and I'm trying to help guys by the millions do better in their relationships in their pursuit of happiness. If you, if you are having a real problem with jealousy and dealing with thoughts about, is your partner or wife or girlfriend cheating and you're consumed by that and you're contemplating, heaven forbid, violence or harm, get professional help from properly licensed and trained professionals. Listen to me. If your wife or girlfriend is writing her thoughts about you in a journal like the young lady in the story I just told you, the philosophy and mindset from the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book says you should be conducting yourself in a way where Every entry, every entry in her journal should be her marveling about how well you treat her, her glowing about how bright your prospects are together, and how much she looks forward to a future with you, how she wants to start a family with you. On the other hand, if in your mind you imagine imagine her, if she was running a journal about your experience, she's talking about these warning signs. You gotta think about if you're doing any of this shit or planning on it, what you need to do about it, what you need to do about it, not her. Now I took these, this list from the same article, uh, that, uh, that I found from the local newspaper that described the, the unfortunate tragic sequence of events here. I'm just gonna rattle these off for you to, and hopefully they don't sound familiar to you, but if they do, uh, you may have some work to do in yourself. Again, what, with, with, the and get some help if you really need it. First sign is, if, if, if you are verbally insulting, demeaning, or threatening her, that's a problem. You, there's no circumstance, I think, in a healthy relationship where it's advisable to do that. You should be building her up, building up her confidence, and making her want to be with you, right? Second thing, are you isolating her from her friends, her family, or other people Generally speaking, that's not a good thing. You want her to have a nice, healthy relationship with her family and friends. The only time I would, with my uh, woman, that would try to distance her from a particular friend is if I found that if I felt that friend was toxic and doing her harm, I would perhaps think of ways to inject myself or convince her to, to put that person at a distance and perhaps eject them from her life altogether. But otherwise, you shouldn't be thinking that she'll spend more time with you and love you more if you push her away from her friends and family and other people that she wants to have in her life that's not good another warning sign is if you organize your schedule to follow or harass her are you kidding me if you're trying to be sherlock holmes or some kind of freaking spy or detective to try to go see what she's doing to see if she's secretly meeting up with some other guy or some other people you don't want that's not how you want to spend your time. You should be spending your time pursuing your goals, stacking wins, becoming a better man every day. You should not be following your woman around to go see what she's doing all day. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but if you... Let me put it to you this way. If you've got a really beautiful wife or girlfriend, guys are going to hit on her. Guys are going to flirt with her. It's just going to happen. That's just how it is. It's been that way for thousands of years, man. And you can't control what guys approaching her when they should. not You know, we got, our, we got our 10 rules in the book about like not approaching women that you know are attached to. If you see a ring, you just, you know, you go away. See like a little baby in a stroller. You, you let her, let her leave her be. You say, hello, how are you? And then uh, that's it. You don't go hit on them. You don't flirt with them. But not all guys have our discipline. Not all guys follow our rules. Not not all guys conduct themselves in the way that we outline in the book. So that's just how it is. But you don't you don't go follower around and like try to catch her having a nice conversation and smiling another guy. That's not a good way to live your life, being consumed with jealousy like that. Another point from the article was, um, are you limiting her mobility or access to money is how they phrased it. In other words, do you take her car keys? Are you limiting her access to money to limit her freedom to be able to move around and do stuff and shop and spend on her own? That's that's not good either. Uh, do you explode into a rage and assault her physically or sexually? Do you explode into a rage and assault her physically or sexually? Are you kidding me? That is, those are, that's a crime probably. I mean, we have listeners all over the world, but I imagine in every place doing so is a crime and it's wrong. And what the fuck, right? If you're doing that, you are certainly fucking wrong and you need to take immediate corrective action. Immediate. Do you negate her words, her abilities, her ideas and actions? Are you cutting her down? Are you making her feel small? um uh, that's that's actually against uh, um, one of the one of the ten rules in the book here every interaction you have with a woman whether you're just approaching her or you're in the early stages of dating her or you've been with her for 20 years every interaction with her she needs to feel better off from having been spent time with you and that does not include you cutting her down and making her feel small and stupid now I want to be realistic about this. You also can't, if you got some chatterbox wife or girlfriend who just 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 babbles nonsense all the time, you might have to find a way to go and manage that behavior. Because again, you you got a limited amount of time too, and you need to be doing what? Stacking wins, work on your goals, get money for the family so you can support everybody and do what you need to do in life. Another point from the article is, are you choking, punching, slapping, kicking, or otherwise hurting her? Well, those are all crimes and wrong and what the fuck. Again, if you're doing something physical to try to control her, most guys are bigger than the woman. You say, hey, tough guy, you want to go take a whack at my sister? You're going to get your head caved in. You, You don't do that. If you If you find yourself taking physical action against her to hurt her in any kind of way at all, you need help. You need to go and address that. You need to immediately stop. And whatever part of your personality that is causing you to do that, you either get professional help to help you through this or if you're a kind of do it yourself kind of guy, bulldoze that part of your personality to the fucking ground, burn it to a cinder, and start over. And no way are you are you supposed to lay your hands on a woman? I don't I don't I know we've got listeners all over the world, but I don't think anywhere that's that's okay. To do that some places it's flat out illegal but men don't do that you don't go and like just because a woman's not feeling it with you or behaving the way you want do you like physically force her to do that you conduct yourself in a way where she wants to be with you where she wants to act right and she wants to go and participate with you and be in a family and be with you where she wants to not is compelled to the final point made in the article Uh, about like behaviors, it could be a warning sign. There's you, if you are excusing every attack, you do one of these, one or more of these bad things. And then you say, I'm, I'm sorry, baby, I promise to stop. No, like if you, if it's part of your personality to do that again, you need to go and destroy that part of your personality, absolutely obliterate it and use, get some professional help or supplement that and, or supplement that with some of the principles and mindset from the gentleman's guide to flirting book. And become a better man. You you really need to go and and address that issue urgently. All right. That story was a worst case tragic, but totally true story. But what if, what if she is actually doing something wrong? I'm not saying in that story, the wife and that couple was doing anything anything wrong. I don't think there was any evidence of that ultimately. But let's say in your case, uh, that your lady is doing something that you don't like what if she is just being openly disrespectful what if she is flirting with other guys either behind your back or right in front of you what if what if there's something about her language that's that you don't appreciate around like her being disrespectful to you like expressing sexual interest in other guys that kind of thing or there's something about her actions she's too touchy with other guys too handsy with other guys too gropey or she has a wandering eye and you see it like right in front of you I'd, I'd I'd have to direct you back to the compatibility criteria that I, that I st- so strongly emphasize in part one of the book. You not liking a uh, overly flirt- flirtatious woman is 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 totally fine, but it's something that you need to thoughtfully consider as you go and construct that compatibility criteria. If you haven't done so, please go back to that portion of part one of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book and thoughtfully complete that piece i cannot overemphasize emphasize how important doing that is if you cannot stand a girl being flirty by nature and that's her nature then having that top of mind as you screen different ladies in the dating process is is as important is very helpful again there's nothing wrong with you feeling that way and there's nothing wrong with her being flirty or the other way around but every guy is just different but you need to be intentional and mindful about what's important to you and and a partner a girlfriend or a wife so let's take it a let's up the intensity on this what if you walk in on her like you have a girlfriend or a wife and you walk in on her having sex with another guy in your house and in your bed do you freak out do you get violent no, I say no. You, you need to get rid of her, but that can be costly and problematic. You know, if you're married, it could be extremely expensive to go and go through a whole divorce process. But I don't know too, how too many guys that would go and put up with something that extreme where she's so bold as to go and be disrespectful to you and to, and right in your own home and in your own bed. Uh, is she trying to provoke you into doing something criminal or violent that will get you in trouble with the police or have you go to jail? Or is she just trying to hurt you in some horrible way by cheating right in front of your face? I don't know. I don't know the circumstances, obviously. But all I can say is don't do anything wrong. Don't do anything criminal. Don't let your temper take control. Get rid of her. All of this, all this advice about that I give you is speaks to why I wrote this book in the first place. My intention isn't to make money. Yeah, I'll make a little bit. I, I am making some money with the book, but the reason why I put all this effort into writing the book and creating these podcasts for you every week is I want to help you avoid miserable situations and costly mistakes as best you can. And as early on in the in the process as you can and I want to do that for millions of guys around the world and if things I just want to remind you if things don't work out or are so wrong that you need to make a change that you need to go and get rid of a woman in your life but uh, you know drop or break up with her that was, was what I mean by that just remember that using the methods and the gentleman's guide to flirting book and following the principles in the book, You will, you will find someone else, someone better, prettier, younger, more aligned with what you want for sure. And don't lose sight of the fact that you want her to be happy too, even if you split, even if she did something wrong. Even if that isn't with you, let her be happy someplace else. Uh, Not everything works out, not every relationship works out. You, you'll land better, you'll see the way that you operate, the way that you think, following the principles in the book, you will end up in a better situation for sure. Remember, even through the pain and the hurt and the dis- disappointment of any breakup, and I'm not trying to diminish your feelings there. I'm not trying to... Try to d- diminish that pain and hurt there are plenty of great women out there who will want to be with you and who will appreciate who you are they'll appreciate what you are doing and what, what you're working to become they'll appreciate how you operate every day so focus on the good part even if you're in the midst of the throes of a breakup around some really unfortunate situation know that you will end up in a better position with someone really great all right that's all i have for this week let's get after it out there let's go